All-Ireland final in 2018. Watched it in Cook Park and I thought I was going to throw up. Like it just, it was a horrible feeling. You wanted to win, but you just felt like, oh my God, if, if they do win, they haven't been there. Like, is it worth it being over here? Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with tonight's European action after two nights of Champions League. Two European heavyweights go head-to-head in the Europa League. Barcelona hosts Manchester United in the first leg of their knockout round playoff tie. It'll be the 14th meeting between the two in Europe. A tie that was the pairing for the Champions League final before. It happened on two occasions, 2009 and 2011. Both finals won by Barca, managed by Pep Guardiola. United boss Eric Ten Hag believes both clubs are going in the right direction in terms of trying to get back to where they want to be and feel they belong. United are currently third in the Premier League. Barca have an eight-point lead at the top of La Liga. The reality is we are in Europe League and it tells that both clubs needed a reset and I think we are both um, uh, on a journey uh, and we are both, I think we are both in the right direction. The good news for Ten Hag is that Casemiro is available as his ban is only a domestic ban. The bad news Sandro Martinez is suspended for the first leg. Anthony, Scott McTominay and Anthony Martial are all out injured. No Sergio Busquets or Usman Dembele for Barca. United fans will get a good look at midfielder Frankie de Jong, who Ten Hag wanted last summer. Barca have won just two of their last 11 European home games, but they've only conceded seven goals in the league all season. They were third in their Champions League group behind Bayern Munich and Inter Milan. Manager Xavi spoke about the impressive form of United's Marcus Rashford. He has 13 goals in 15 games since the World Cup. Quite a game in store at the new Camp where kickoff is at the earlier time of a quarter to six. Some of the other ties to look out for in the Europa League this evening. Ten Hag's former club Ajax at home to Union Berlin. We've never reached the knockout stages of a European competition. They're second in the Bundesliga, a point behind Bayern. In terms of Ajax, they've improved drastically since Johnny Heiting has taken charge until the end of the season. Juventus host Nantes, Bayer Leverkusen with Xabi Alonso in charge take on Monaco, who are now managed by Philippe Clement, the former club Brugge manager, who Scott Parker replaced when he took over at the French club. Monaco beat PSG 3-1 at the weekend. Last night in the Champions League, more the same for Chelsea under Graham Potter. His side failed to score for the third time in four games. Chelsea beaten 1-0 away to Borussia Dortmund in the first leg of their last 16 tie. 21 shots they had, 8 on target. But it's four defeats in eight games for Chelsea. They were caught on the break. Potter says they do need a bit of luck to go their way. In terms of the goal they conceded, Karim Adeyemi showed a clean pair of heels to Enzo Fernandez to score the winner for Dortmund. The question is, how was he left isolated one-on-one from a Chelsea corner? Something Potter was asked about after the game. I mean, sometimes you just, it's happened so quickly that you anticipate um, to try and, you know, get the ball and then nick it away from you and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're making a run and and we're, um, <clears throat> we're left a little bit short. So I have to look at it back and see what we can do. It's just that final final bit of detail. And sometimes maybe you can feel that you're comfortable in the game, but you're never comfortable at this level. Players have been working really well. They know the, the situation that we're in and they know the, the, you know the challenges that we have, but it's exciting. And the, their attitude's been really, really good as a group. Training as a, as a group has been, has been fantastic. So the spirit's there in the team. Um, it's just we need a little bit of luck, I think, and we need to carry on the performance to the level that we had tonight and we need to try to keep improving. And that's that's the job. I mentioned Scott Parker and Club Brugge. They lost 2-0 at home to Benfica in the other tie last night. That looks like it's done and dusted. But we'll find out when the second legs take place on the 7th of March. 
Manchester City are top of the Premier League for the first time since November. City really upped their game in the second half to beat Arsenal 3-1 at the Emirates. First home defeat of the season for Arsenal. Certainly at the better of things in the first half, but they got punished for their mistakes. The first City goal came from Tommy Asu's under-hit back pass. Still a great finish from De Bruyne. Then Gabriel coughed up possession for that crucial second goal for City, scored by Jack Grealish. Another good game for him last night. Erling Haaland got in in the act with the third goal. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta says they only have themselves to blame for the defeat. It's exceptionally difficult to play at the level that they require you to play, um, to have the chance to win. And I think we've done it. And in many moments, um, we had them. But if you give three goals away the way we did, just give them the game. I don't know if it's experience, uh, if it's bad luck. i never seen Tomeyasu made that pass back in seven years and he did it to them um, he's part of it and, and obviously they have the quality to, to punish City boss Pep Guardiola says obviously there's still a long way to go in the title race but top of the league and goal difference they've played a game more Pep went with a back three from the start Bernardo Silva was left trying to stop Bukayo Saka he got booked Something had to change in the second half. City took off Mares for a Kanji, went with a back four. Pep admitted after the game he got it wrong. The City boss was full of praise for the way Haaland played, and he says he's glad to be back at the top of the league. Could come here a few weeks ago, maybe with eight, nine points behind, with the gang in left. Losing here will be almost over. And, uh, and now for the fact that uh, they drop points, we came here for the chance to be close, we won the game, and... Yeah, we are there. They help us a lot because against man-to-man to them and being so, so aggressive, just your man frees the keeper. And of course, his long balls against Saliba Gabriel is not easy. He used his power to win that balls, to, to make a runners afterwards. So, And that's why we won the game. Something else to come out of that game, the English FA are to investigate after Kevin De Bruyne had objects, including bottles thrown at him. This is after... He made his way around the pitch when he was taken off late in the game. The incident has been included in the referee's match report. Marissa Shiva says her focus is now on the training camp with the Republic of Ireland squad. The Washington Spirit forward was a surprise inclusion when Vera Pau announced her squad last week for the training camp in Marbella. It's to help prepare for this summer's World Cup. They'll play China next week. They have a game behind closed doors against Germany as well. A 25-year-old from Philadelphia who qualifies for Ireland through her grandparents says she does have the World Cup squad in the back of her mind but says she won't get too far ahead of herself. Yeah, I think it's I think it's natural to kind of think ahead like that. I'm trying really hard not to because this is a very this is an incredible squad already and um the group's been together for a really long time, so I think it would be ambitious to make any assumptions that I'm going to the World Cup. So right now my focus is just making sure that um I'm here to assist in any way which whether that's just being um a strong competitor to help the team prepare for the World Cup or whether that's fighting for a spot, but really just um, trying to be the best teammate that I can while I'm here and prepare, help the team prepare. Speaking of the World Cup, Ireland's first opponents in the group, Australia, one of the co-hosts, beat the Czech Republic 4-0 today in the Cup of Nations tournament. Chelsea striker Sam Kerr scored one of the goals. Manchester City's Hayley Rasso got two. Tottenham say manager Antonio Conte will remain at his family home in Italy to recover from recent surgery. The Italian returned for their Premier League defeat to Leicester last weekend. He was also at the San Siro for their Champions League loss to AC Milan after having his gallbladder removed. But his assistant, Christian Cellini, will go back to taking charge of the first team. Spurs play West Ham on Sunday. 
Karim Benzema scored two penalties for Real Madrid in their 4-0 win over bottom side Elche last night. The gap on league leaders Barcelona is back to eight points. Real starting to get their players back ahead of that Champions League trip to Liverpool next week. Couple of Republic of Ireland internationals on target in the championship last night. Troy Parrott scored from the penalty spot for Preston in their one-all draw with Luton. An emphatic penalty from the unknown Spurs forward. Jason Malumbi scored for West Brom who also drew one all with Blackburn Rovers. Still no win for Mick McCarthy as Blackpool boss. They lost 2-1 away to Swansea. Another start for former Bowes and Shamrock Rovers defender Andy Lyons. On loan, Arsenal midfielder Charlie Patino was sent off for Blackpool. They're bottom of the league, four points from safety. Huddersfield second from bottom. They lost 3-0 against Stoke. Neil Warnock takes charge from today. One manager who's flying at the moment at the championship is Michael Carrick, the former Manchester United midfielder in charge of Middlesbrough. They ended Sheffield United's long unbeaten run with a 3-1 win at Bramall Lane. Borough are third, seven points behind second place Sheffield United. Borough have won 12 of their 16 games since Carrick took over. The only team with a better record in that time is the league leaders, Burnley. Leeds defender Luke Alien has signed the new contract up until the summer of 2024. The fullback's original deal was due to expire at the end of the season. He's made 237 appearances for Leeds since he joined from Bristol City in 2016. We'll finish with another Leeds story. It was expected former manager Jesse Marsh would become the new Southampton manager. And we're all looking forward to the Saints going to Elland Road next weekend. But talks between Southampton and Marsh broke down. Apparently, it was due to the length of the contract being offered. It means Southampton and Leeds are still looking for managers. That's it for today's Football Daily. You can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball.